You're listening to Mind Body Boss with Michelle Stevenette, episode 12. Hello, everybody. Uh, Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to share two quick things briefly. First thing is, if you didn't already know, I have an email list. I send out a Monday Munchie every Monday. (laughs) as the name would suggest. And I really do value your inbox. And so I try to make it something really brief and just some little short message along with a link to a recipe that I like, as well as just a link to the latest podcast episode. And if you want to subscribe, all you have to do is look in the show notes. I'll have a subscribe button there, or you can go to my website and there's a subscribe button just on the very front, just on the homepage. So you can go and subscribe there. And anything that I may offer in the future is going to be announced there first and foremost. So um, I do have a few things in the pipeline, such as a course, um, if I'm ever speaking anywhere, um, or I, I may offer to or I may choose to offer a group cleanse. I've done that once before. So if you think you might want to um, be in the know a little bit or get a little recipe from me every Monday, make sure you go and subscribe um, to Monday Munchies. Also, I am still looking for more ladies in the roughly 17 to 22 age range just to get some practice coaching. So I am offering just free session to those people in that age group. And if you're not in that age range and you would like some help from me, I'll still totally hook you up as well. Again, there will be a link in my show notes um, for booking a mini session, or it's also on the homepage of my website. So either way, I'll hook you up. I do want to help you out. So feel free to go book a mini session. I'm really not scary and it's super fun and I love doing it. So Go make my day and book yourself a mini session. It'll be super fun. And that is all I wanted to mention. And now on to our episode for the day. Good morning. Well, I guess it's just morning for me. Who knows when you're listening, but it's morning for me. And I want to talk today about enough. And I realize this is maybe sort of a buzzword out there. I saw it on a piece of jewelry the other day and, you know, there's quotes about being enough and I think there's a reason why it's become sort of this buzzword because it really is a powerful concept and I kind of wish I had a different word for it, but enough really is what it, what it is. So if you've listened to Brene Brown speak about scarcity, um, you've maybe heard this quote. I think she might've been quoting a colleague. I'm not entirely sure, but if you haven't heard this, you might want to go listen to her power of vulnerability book, just as a side note, because that's life changing. But at any rate, she begins with sharing how this thought that many of us share the the last that we have going to bed at night when our head hits the pillow is I didn't get enough done. And the thought that many of us have in the morning, first thing before our feet hit the ground is I didn't get enough sleep. And so when you start paying attention, I think that it's very true that we do often have these underlying thoughts of not having enough or being enough or whatever it might be, whether it's time or sleep, or even if it's other things like money or energy or prettiness or smartness or any of that, I think many times our minds might have these sort of underlying thoughts of not having enough. And it's totally understandable. I experienced that as well. And I want to suggest that we maybe take a daily practice of 
believing in enough or that we have enough for lots of reasons, but basically, and I'm going to give you some examples of how this has applied in my life, but in a nutshell, it really does generate peace and fulfillment and energy, and it really does help us operate in a way that feels much more fulfilling and energizing, and it's frankly kind to ourselves, and it really is in my belief, I'm I really do believe that it's true, that we are enough and we have enough. So here's one example. When it comes to the work that is needed in the yard, (laughs) okay, my husband does a fair amount of the, the yard work, but there's a, but I contribute as well. And I have for many years just always felt like, oh, no matter how much work I do, there's always more it's just never ending. And we go out and we'll spend a couple hours on a Saturday and work in the yard. And we, when we decide to to be done, it's not because there's nothing left to do. It's because we just decided to be done or we need to be somewhere or we're tired of working in the yard. It's not because the job is ever completely through. Like I think you could really just about spend endless hours finding things to trim and to groom in the yard. It's never done. And so I didn't realize that I had this thought in the past, but I always just felt like I don't even want to do it. I kind of want to avoid it because it just feels like there's always more to do and it's overwhelming and it's never done. And so it's sort of been this sort of draining concept for me. And when we moved into a different home a couple of years ago, the prior owners had been very meticulous at taking care of their yard. They were empty nesters and loved gardening. And they'd done a beautiful job in selecting plants and taking care of them nicely. And I've had neighbors tell me how the lady of the home would just take one section of the yard uh, at a time and just work one little area each day. And that's how she took care of her yard was one area a day. And I, I remember just thinking like, oh, that's nice. You know, good for her. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) And over time, I can see how, uh, what a good idea that actually is. And um, I tried the other day, well, a couple weeks ago, I thought, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll do that. I'm just going to assign myself one little section of flower beds, and I'm going to just groom that little area and be done. And maybe it'll take me 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I don't know, but I'm just gonna do this one little area. And decide that that's enough. And I'll tell you what, just deciding that one little piece is enough was actually made it way more fun, first of all, and much more fulfilling and just a lot more enjoyable. And I felt very satisfied with myself that I was able to do some and feel good about it. And when you think about it that way, deciding that whatever you do is enough feels way better than looking at the full yard and being like, look at everything that has to be done. Look at all the things that could be trimmed and groomed. That's pretty overwhelming and discouraging. And just deciding that one little section's enough was actually kind of fun. And so this applies in a lot of different ways of our life in terms of how we spend our time and what we're choosing to do and just making the decision that it's enough just deciding it's enough. Whatever you get done in an X amount of time or for the day, just deciding it's enough and going to bed with that thought of, I did enough. What I did was enough. 
I think it's just very kind to ourselves and it builds um, just a just a much more beautiful energy than the thought of I, it's not enough or I didn't do enough. Uh, because the truth is we can make to-do lists forever and they will never end, right? And that's really depleting and exhausting to consider it that way. And how much more fun is it to just think this, we, I did enough. So nice. Now, here's another way that this has shown up for me. When we were moving, actually, let me back up. Before we moved, a friend of mine had shared with me how she, on a daily basis, will ask Heavenly Father in prayer what he would have her do that day. And then she writes it down and she does it. And this is something she does every day. And I remember thinking like, oh, that's awesome for her. Like, that's really cool. And when I considered doing it myself, I was like, ugh, that sounds super inconvenient. He's probably going to ask me to do something that is going to make me have to rearrange my whole day or that, you know, um, you know, is going to make it so that I won't be able to take time on my kids or, you know, other areas that are important to me. I just thought this is going to be a conflict if I am asking Heavenly Father what he wants me to do. It's going to be really inconvenient. I didn't really want to do it. So, but it was kind of on the back of my mind, like maybe that's something I should try someday when I've got a free day (laughs) or something like that. But my days are pretty jam-packed and if I stop and ask somebody what they need or ask Heavenly Father what he wants me to do, that's just going to be a problem. (laughs) So this was sort of my underlying thinking. And so one day as we were getting ready to move, you know, needing to pack boxes and things. So let me tell you, we'd lived in this house for 16 years and we had raised our kids there. And when you live anywhere for 16 years and you have a house to pack and kids that you have raised, the amount of stuff that you accumulate can be a little bit, (laughs) a little bit nuts. And I, you know, it was overwhelming. Moving in itself can be just a lot and so many things to do. Now, if there was ever a time for overwhelm, I think it was then. And yeah, on one of these days when I was moving, I had this thought, Michelle, you need to ask Heavenly Father what he wants you to do today. And I really resisted it because I was like that today of all days, no, I am not going to stop and go make dinner for somebody because I have to get out of this house. You know, and that's kind of what I was thinking. He was going to ask me to do something along those lines or go visit somebody. And I'm like, I, I don't have time for that today. And yet I thought, just do it. Just have some faith and just do it. So I was operating from a place of scarcity and lack and not enough time, not enough energy, not enough of me to go around. That's where I was operating from. And I decided to do this anyways. I'm not even sure why, because honestly, I I wasn't excited to do it, but I did. So I knelt in prayer and I asked Heavenly Father what he would have me do that day. And with actual intent of like, you just tell me and I'm going to make it work. And so I knelt in prayer and I waited for a response and I waited and I waited and I just sat and kind of tried to keep my mind open to whatever promptings I might receive or what thoughts might come to me. And what came to me was completely unexpected. It was, that's how I know it wasn't from my own brain because I would have never thought of this on my own, I don't think. And what came to me was just be cheerful today. That was it. Just be cheerful. 
it was such a surprise to me for a number of reasons, but I, I do know that I have been gifted with sort of an innate ability to be cheerful most of the time. And I think Heavenly Father, first of all, knew what my circumstances were and knew that there was a high probability of me operating from someplace besides cheerfulness. I was probably going to operate from a place of overwhelm and stress. And when I operate from a place of overwhelm and stress, I just am not my best self. I believe that this was Heavenly Father teaching me that no matter what your circumstances are, you can still operate as your best self. Or let's take today to practice that at least. Practice being your best self regardless of the circumstances. Um, And so that was such a blessing to me because first of all, I learned that Heavenly Father knows my circumstances and He loves me and He's not going to ask me to do something that doesn't support me or that doesn't benefit me in some way. And He knows that if I can operate as, or practice operating as my better self, that that will serve me in so many ways and my family. And it really did help me go about my day that day with a completely different perspective, different mindset, different energy than probably would have been the default. The default would have been stress, overwhelm, anxiousness. I probably would have gotten exhausted very quickly and maybe short with my family and would have had all sorts of expectations that weren't being met, (laughs) things of that nature. And instead, I was able to go from a place of there's going to be enough time. We're going to get enough help. We'll have enough energy. It's going to be enough. I'm going to be enough. It's all going to be enough. And I don't need to operate from stress and overwhelm. I can actually accomplish this task from a place of cheerfulness if I want to, if I'm intentional about it, because the default was not cheerfulness, but being intentional about it, I could, I could access cheerfulness for my day. And that was a huge lesson for me in many, many ways. So now this is still a belief that I'm working on adopting because there is kind of the default parts of our human nature where we'll be like, ah, we're on a time crunch. There might not be enough time or, oh no, there's a money crunch. Are we going to have enough money or whatever it might be? And just being able to settle into a place of peace and knowing that whatever we have is enough is genuinely such a gift if you can get yourself to really believe that because truthfully if you think about it it it's true whatever we have even if it's very little is enough just believing that you are enough, that you have enough, that what you do is enough, makes it true. And I know that might sound a little bit woo-woo, but think about it. What, what makes something enough? It's 100% based on what you're thinking about it, right? So if you think that there's not enough of something, you're going to have all sorts of evidence in your mind to reinforce that thought and that belief and you're going to find lots of reasons why there's not enough and if you play that out it's actually really demoralizing it's actually really energy draining and it's it and for me I think it just really has a tendency to kind of turn my thoughts and behaviors just really inward and just not be my best self and it just kind of like 
halts progress and just feels pretty terrible, honestly. And so that's one option, and we have lots of good reasons to believe that way and to operate that way. However, it's also totally an option to just believe that you do have enough, that you have are enough, and that you have enough, all of that. And when you decide that actually I do have enough and what I did was enough, when you really truly believe that, it's much more energizing and motivating and it just turns the focus on to progress and creation and innovation and just sharing success and it's actually really motivating and encouraging to believe that and you can believe whatever you want to it's just what's going on in your mind so you can believe one way or the other but I like to just decide what serves me better and it really serves me to just believe that it's enough this even applies to when I eat food (laughs) just deciding when I've had enough and knowing that there will be more there's no reason to stuff myself totally full. I can just let myself know and believe that I've had enough and there'll be more later and it's fine. I can be done. Just that was sort of a side note, but if you want to believe that you are enough, that you have enough, that there will always be enough. Here's what I recommend. This is what I like to do in the morning. Um, when I go to start my day and you might be thinking right away, I don't have time to add anything to my morning. I get that. But maybe find a quiet moment, maybe after kids are out of the house, or maybe lock yourself in the bathroom for a moment, and just start practicing the thoughts of being enough, having enough, that it's going to be enough for the day. And when you can really start directing your mind there, then it does generate this feeling of peace, this feeling of even accomplishment, and just this um, kind of energizing calming, just beautiful feeling. When you can get yourself there and kind of map out your day in your head and knowing that it's going to be enough, I'll tell you what, my energy is so much better when I do this. I'll actually get to the end of the day and I'll still have energy, which is such a new thing for me. I mean, not so new now, but I remember for most of my, or for, you know, large majority of my adult life, by the end of the day, I'm exhausted right? And lots of reasons to be, of course. And of you know, this isn't, you know, perfect scenario every single day, but most days, if I do this, I actually still feel like I have energy by the end of the day. It's kind of magical <laughs> for me. All right. Well, there's what I have to share with you today. Um, will you leave me a little review or just even tap a little star rating? That would just be amazing. I would be very grateful to you for doing that. Um, I'll be back here again next Wednesday with another episode just for you. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, would you mind sharing it with your friends and maybe even leave a review to help others find this podcast? That would just be terrific. For information about working with me, please visit my website, michellestevenett.com. That's Michelle, S-T-E-V-E-N-E-T-T.com.